ABC Listen. Hello, 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 my friends. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to News Time. Hi there, Ruby. Hey, Ruby. Today on the show, we're going to meet a quick thinking kid who helped save his dad's life. Then we'll move on to a story about some stock that got stuck. Time for some quiet after that while we watch some silent movies with a magnificent musician. And we'll meet a young footy player who's setting an example by standing up for herself. And you know what comes next. Wow of the week. You got it. That's the story that made us say, whoa. What do you think? Should we start the countdown? I'm ready. Story number five. Tell me, what would you do if there was an emergency at your home? Call triple zero and tell them your address. Good thinking. And when you call triple zero, do you know what happens when you get through? They're going to ask you if you need the police, ambulance or fireman. That's right. So you call triple zero, that's zero, 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 when you need help from the police, the ambulance or the fire brigade. And that is exactly what a man named Nick did recently when he wasn't feeling too well. He and his son were visiting a city called Geelong in Victoria, which is a couple of hours away from their home. But before Nick could tell the person on the phone what was wrong, he collapsed. That's when Nick's seven-year-old son named Harry came to the rescue. Harry took the phone and calmly spoke to the emergency services, telling them what happened. Even though Harry was in an unfamiliar place, he looked at the street signs and told the people on the phone what they said. That way, the ambulance knew exactly where to go. Thanks to Harry staying cool, calm and collected, his dad Nick got all the help he needed and is already feeling much better. How else do you think Nick might be feeling? Happy. Proud. Yep. Nick and the ambulance paramedics, they say Harry is a hero. Story number four. Did you hear that? Was that... was that a cow? <laughs> Over there, on the island. Wow. Cool. Chindera Island is a tiny patch of land in the Tweed River in northern New South Wales. About two years ago, there were floods in the area that caused a lot of damage. So everyone's been busy getting things back on track. They've been so busy that they haven't had time to investigate exactly how a cow ended up on the island. From the flood by the water. I think you might be right. Back in 2022, a couple of weeks after the floods, a fisherman named Nathan spotted the brown cow on the island. The weird thing was no one had reported a missing cow. So for two years, Nathan has been delivering fresh water to the animal to make sure it's okay. On a recent trip, Nathan saw the cow had a companion, a black bull. How do you think he felt when he saw the second animal? Amazed. Totally. 
Nobody knows if the bull swam to the island or was washed there in the rain or if the brown cow had a black bull baby somehow. Everyone agrees the two animals should be brought back to the mainland, but no one can agree on whose job it is. Should the council do it? Or the mystery cow owner? Or the owners of the island? The police? There's an idea. Until these beasts are moved along, they're being closely watched and looked after. What an utterly perplexing story. Story number three. Shh, we're going to watch a movie now. And it's a silent movie. Do you know what that means? No, I don't know about silent movies. That's okay. They're a pretty old-fashioned style of movie that were popular long before you or I were born. Old movies were very different to the ones we're used to today. They used to be in black and white and they had no sound, so words on the screen would tell you what the characters were saying and doing. There were also musicians who would play live music alongside the film to help tell the story. In a country town called Pomona in Queensland, you can still watch silent movies every Saturday at a place called the Majestic Theatre. In fact, the theatre's been entertaining locals for more than 100 years. For 35 of those 100 years, a musician named Ron West has had the important job of playing the piano for the theatre's silent screenings. He loves it and he loves that he gets to improvise. That means he makes the music up as he goes along sometimes. Audiences love the movies with Ron's music. Maybe because of their memories? Yeah, but now Ron is 90 years old and he's decided it's time to retire. A young musician named Chris Rose is going to take over and keep the tradition of Saturday silent movies alive at the Majestic Theatre. The community loves their theatre and Ron's hoping the silent movie tradition will continue long into the future. Good luck, Ron. Hope you have a great journey. Story number two. Do you play any sports? I do dancing and netball and I like it so I can play with my friends on the weekend. I do rugby league, Oztag and squad swimming and I just like how I just do sports. Awesome. You sound a bit like Sophie. She's 13 and lives in Darwin in the Northern Territory. She absolutely loves playing Aussie rules football. Her dream is to play the game professionally in the AFLW. Good honour. Not too long ago, Sophie was playing a game of footy against another local team. And Sophie's team was doing really well. They were leading the game by a lot of points. Then, out of nowhere, a player on the other team called Sophie a racist name. It's rude, it's not nice and you could hurt people's feelings. It's disrespectful. Yep. Racism is when someone says or does something mean to someone else because of the colour of their skin or where they come from. Sophie is Indigenous and the mean name was supposed to make her feel bad about being Aboriginal. It's rude if you say I don't want to be your friend because you have brown skin or white. Yeah, that's discrimination. But Sophie, she didn't let it get to her. Don't stop, Sophie. 
She kept playing and she told her coach after the game. Sophie's teammates backed her up and they helped her feel better about what happened. Sophie says she's not going to let it define her or change her love for the game. She says she comes from a long line of strong people who stand up for who they are and what they believe in, and she's proud to do the same. Adults who work with professional sports players heard Sophie's story, and they say she did an amazing job by speaking out and being strong. <gasps> Is it that time already? Wow of the week. This story made me go wow because... I learnt that there was um, a little city under the Amazon rainforest. The Amazon rainforest is the biggest tropical rainforest in the world. It stretches across countries including Brazil, Peru and Colombia in South America. It's almost as big as the whole of Australia. There's a big river in it. It's very hot. Hidden deep in this rainforest, in the shadow of a volcano, amongst the brush and trees, sits an ancient city that was only rediscovered after about 2,000 years covered in forest growth. That's very, very cool. It sure is. The discovery, which was in eastern Ecuador, has changed what we know about the Amazonians. They're the first people of the Amazon. What do you think it might have taught us? How they get there and what do they do there about their culture? You're on the right track. Before this finding, most scientists thought that Amazonians were nomadic, that they moved around from place to place. But this huge ancient city shows that they often stayed in one place for a long time and built up a community there. Archaeologists have found evidence of more than 6,000 homes, all connected by impressive and complicated roads. Wow! The soil near a volcano has lots of nutrients in it. That makes it great for growing healthy plants and crops. And that's probably why the ancient Amazonians built a city there. Scientists think it's probably what led to the end of the city too. A volcanic eruption might have destroyed it. We don't know a lot about the people that lived there just yet, like what they ate or what their societies were like. So scientists are excited to keep exploring and learning this newly rediscovered ancient city. And that's it, my friends. Thanks, Ruby. Thank you. Don't forget to do the news time quiz. It's in the show notes. I will catch you next week with five more amazing stories. Bye, Ruby. Bye-bye. See you later. See you later. Or, as they say in German, Auf Wiedersehen. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.